0: quickly and marada social studies brought to you by carol Royce keller williams realty east valley get more money selling your home go to carolhasthebuyers.com that's carolhasthebuyers.com and hey, it's the nine o'clock hour it's time for some social studies that's where we dive into our twitter activity at bickley underscore murata and it's all sifted through by sarah kazell who gives careful
1: us diving it's not a very deep pool Benny. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: wow come on those hey. are listeners you leave Jarrett's questions and out of this.
3: Right.
0: That's right. <laughs> what do we got today,
2: sir? Oh, touche. Welcome into to Social Studies, everyone. We're on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata, at Bickley underscore We're also tweeting some information about the Phoenix Children's Hospital Give-A-Thon from that account all week long. So, if for nothing else, come hang out with us for that reason. So you know who to call, who to text, etc. Uh, let's start with the Phoenix Suns. I just mentioned it in the sports update. Uh, Shams Charania reported yesterday that the Suns and the Mavs will open up their season against each other here in Phoenix on October 19th. A lot of drama in that matchup or at least we assume there will be a lot of drama. Mm -hmm. Of these four options, guys, which game are you most looking forward to in the Suns season? Opening night against the Dallas Mavericks, Christmas Day against the Denver Nuggets, which was reported earlier in the week, I believe initially on Sunday, whenever the first game is against the Golden State Warriors or wake me up when it's time for the playoffs.
1: No, I I'm gonna answer this by 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 addressing Vinny's anxiety about having Luca and the Mavericks roll in for game one of the season. <laughs> because because I understand where you're coming from. That is it was such a visceral thing to yeah. have to experience, right? From game five to the end of that series, and to have that dude I've got a I've still got a video on my phone. I was down in the bowels of the stadium. But by the way, can we like <laughs> eliminate episode- that? word when bowels, we talk yeah. about, you only talk about bowels
0: whether you're talking about Jared Carlin or wait sporting stadiums. <laughs> well, when you're playing Wheel of Fortune, I'd like to buy a bowel. <laughs> oh, wait, do I have that wrong? <laughs> and I still, I still got
1: the video of him walking off the court and walking to the locker room and this this look of elation on his face. I'm not going to show you this video. It will make you violently ill.
0: Every time I see
1: him, I get violently ill. I know. Ill. <laughs> and so I, I know how you feel about this because part of you is real nervous about being the PA guy for an
0: other game <sighs> <seven. laughs> no, I, I I relish that opportunity. Mm-hmm. I'm voting for I can't wait to I even can't though wait what to I hear
2: s- the disdain
1: in your voice what I said. when you
0: interview.
1: What is what number is Luca?
0: 77. Number 77 Luca Dungeon. <laughs>
2: No, he'll say Luka Doncic. Right. He wore that because it's
0: a, it's a slimming number. Phoenix um, <laughs> No, I'm, I'm voting for opening night against the Mavs, even though yeah, I what, I, what I, say, I said earlier in the show stands. I think it's a, it's a no-win for the Suns. If they avenge that loss, who cares? They still got their heads handed to them. If they lose, then Dallas leaves town feeling great about themselves again. And I had a friend, when we had that discussion the first time, a friend texted me a guy named Brian who said, Look at the Denver Nuggets. They got destroyed in the playoffs. Playoffs by the Suns in four games. They opened up the season the next year against them and won on the Suns' home court. And what did it mean? Absolutely nothing. Oh, them.
1: okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure the Nuggets felt good in the moment. Yeah. I, I think, I think it, it gives the Suns. I'm going to disagree with you here, but, I, but I think, I think that's your anxiety of, of having to deal with the the repercussions of losing that game. Mm-hmm. I think if they if they win that game, you, you can't change the past. You're going to always have that game seven stuck to you. Yeah. But yeah. at least they might feel like they got a little
0: pound of flesh. But I'm also I, I at know. the point too the Suns are so good that every game holds some anxiety because the expectations are so high. It I used know. to be, I look forward to opening night because it was a one night where there was people in the stands. <laughs> it's not like that anymore. Not that long ago. I know. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. Well, listen, we don't. We also don't know
1: how the crowd is going to react or embrace this team going forward. I think everything's going to be fine based mm-hmm. on what I can tell. But there are some people who are like, oh, figures.
2: Right.
0: What kind of voting did we get here?
2: So right now there are two... It's really, it's a two-horse race. Uh, 54% of our voters say they are most looking forward to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Forget the regular season. 34% are most excited for that season opener against Dallas. 7% are going with the Christmas Day game against the Nuggets. 5% say whenever they play the Warriors first. Maybe Maybe it's because we don't have a date on that one. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Tino says the regular season just doesn't mean anything anymore. Last year. Ruined it for me. A few people say they will start checking into the Suns when the Cardinal season is over. So some people are saying uh, January or February. I will I will start paying attention to the Suns. Are right, moving on to our next question quickly. Uh, the legendary basketball coach Pete Carell excuse me, died yesterday at 92 years old. Uh, he was at Princeton for 29 years, and he is known for bringing the Princeton offense to the mainstream, really popularizing it a much slower, deliberate pace of. Basketball, you were talking about him earlier in the show. Open ended question, guys What all time coach across any sport is most associated with one specific strategy, oh, style of play, great, great or question. coaching style? Jim Beheim, zone defense, That's Pete Carrill,
1: backdoor cuts, yeah. um, Triangle Dean offense, Dean Smith,
3: four corners offense, Nolan Richardson, 40 minutes That's of hell. One. Jerry Tarkanian. West Coast offense with Bill Walsh. Walsh, Cliff
0: Kingsbury and the air raid offense. Of course.
3: Nothing. Not even a snicker from you, bitch.
0: <laughs> I was going to say. Oh, I, I forgot you guys I are friends now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Wow! No, that, that, that's, that's quite something.
0: Paul no, uh, that, Westhead in the Leach's
2: offense. That's Mike Leach, right? Yeah. What about Paul Westhead in the fast break? Nope. Says Joe Nash's knee.
0: Yeah, Paul Westhead and the don't play any defense the strategy. Zero. Like,
2: yeah, the loyal no, Maramount stuff. Yeah.
3: said so Chris Alt for the pistol? Uh, there's some really good ones. Phil Jackson in the triangle. Does that count oh, as good one? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mike McCoy in the uh, halfback dive for one yard. Mouse Davis in the run and shoot offense from the USFL. Oh, I was
0: going to
2: say, well, I do not know who Mouse Davis is.
3: Tom Osborne in the option. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, We've got to squeeze this very important question in. Emphasis on squeezing in. What is the most delicious type of encased meat? (laughs) (laughs) As our (laughs) own Jared Carlin... Has been nominated oh to compete in a brat eating contest. Yeah. So, is it a bratwurst? Is it a hot dog? Is it an Italian sausage or a Polish slash kielbasa sausage? Like, all four are very acceptable answers. But what's the
0: best for me? I saw a lot of bratwurst slander. I don't. I, so I so love I like bratwurst.
1: Too. Uh, so
2: much. I,
0: I like making
1: fun of Wisconsin a lot, but but their bratwurst is unbelievable. Unbe- I I seriously unbelievable. We're voting Bratwurst. Yes. Votes for Bratwurst? Yes.
2: Forty-two percent of our voters agree. Bratwurst yes. is the most delicious type of encased meat. Encased meats. Yes. And hand fruits. That's right. And hand meats.
0: Jarrett Carlin Lord. Not, not hand <laughs> meat. Not
1: 20, hand. 23%. Hand
3: per- meats.
2: <laughs> you heard me. 23% say Italian sausage. 20% say hot dog. 15% say Polish sausage. An AZ Kid 0628 says Says Luka Doncic is the biggest weenie of them all. Oh yeah, and Somebody,
0: Carlin's putting ketchup on every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said, why isn't their haggis being represented? Oh.
2: oh. I don't know, Jarrett. Why isn't there?
0: Everything oh, I learned... Oh, we only have four options. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I learned about haggis I learned from the movie So I Married an Axe Murderer. Mm, he God. describes it as repellent in every way. Read the... Read the uh, go ahead, look it up. Read the uh, ingredients of haggis.
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going
1: to live in some world where other human beings get to dictate to
2: me what goes on my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks awful. In case, what is that? In meets... <gasps> Oh, it was yeah, so it's all, bad. It's
1: just
0: basically organs in, in a casing. Meets. Yeah, it's gross. Oh. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks to sticks. everybody who chimed in on social studies today. You can get involved at uh, Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter. We're also asking you to get involved, become a champion of hope. As we continue, our give thon for Phoenix Children's presented by your Valley Hyundai dealers and Akchan Indian community next.
4: The Give a for Phoenix Children's is presented by your Valley Hyundai dealers in the Auction Indian community. 987 FM, Arizona Sports Station in the Arizona Sports app. Give a thon on the Bigley and Murata Show.
0: Yeah, day two, give-a-thon for Phoenix Children's, presented by your Valley Hyundai dealers and Oxygen Indian community, rolls on here on the Vickley and Murata show. We're minutes away from updating the tote board, so we'll get get an update on our progress. And how we're doing today. And the progress of uh, everybody that has been kind enough to contribute, to help out the kids at Phoenix Children's by becoming a champion of hope. You will hear that phrase a lot. Uh, over the course of the next week uh, until Friday as we continue give athon not only here on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station but also KTAR News 92.3 FM. A champion of hope is when you donate $20 per month, Vic. And when you do that, uh, Teddy Bear will be do- donated to a patient in your name. And you also receive your choice of a, a kids pass at Wildlife World Zoo or a cobblestone car wash. All for just $20 per month. Um, we did get some...
2: Uh, Messages on Twitter, too, that I want to get to. All right. uh, Real quick. Uh, I've got one right in front of me. Go go ahead, Sarah. Win for Al McCoy tweeted us, EpiclanderscoreMirata. He said, the wife and I just became lifelong champions of hope. Love that Arizona sports does this. So shout out to Win for Al McCoy, a lifelong champion of hope. Nice. And
0: our longtime listener, Sally, yesterday, uh, I was remiss in not mentioning this yesterday, but Sally tweeted, uh, becoming a champion of hope first thing on a Monday morning just makes uh, your whole week $20 a month's price you pay to go out and have a couple of beers help the kids thank you Sally thank yeah, you for your thank support you, throughout the years she always supports us yes she, she does, does. <laughs> um yeah, so that's what it is. A so champion of hope, become a. Tw- uh, well, and the phone number, let me give that out real quick, Vic. 602 933 4567. We've got volunteers standing by in the Desert Financial Phone Bank right now to make you a champion of hope. It's 602 933 4567. Yeah, and it's a real important
1: thing, and it's it's for a lot of different reasons. Number one, there are over 70 different programs at Phoenix Children's that are funded entirely or partially by philanthropy, philanthropy which is the giving of of the community and there are a lot of people who roll into Phoenix children's in in desperate need with a sick child and have very little if no health insurance and you can imagine what the financial drain a lot of people struggle with with going to and from Phoenix children's and a lot of times some of your donations will result in gas cards given to family members and parents mm-hmm. so they can come and be with their child my point is you're Giving in your philanthropy here, no matter what it is, no matter whether it's twenty bucks, two hundred bucks, five thousand dollars, this is who you're helping. You're helping people in a real time of need, and and if we can't rally around our children in Arizona, what can we rally around?
0: Yeah, and you know, if you've lived here long enough and you have kids, or you know families with kids, chances are you know somebody who's received care at Phoenix Children's. I tell this story. Thankfully, both of my kids have been Phoenix Children's paid. On an out uh, outpatient uh, uh, basis, but you know, again, it's reassuring to know that. If something were to happen, you've got a world-class facility that gives top-notch care to all its patients right in our backyard. That's what we're supporting this week with give asking you to become a champion of hope. $20 a month, get a teddy bear into the hands of a child at Phoenix Children's, and the phone number to do that. Again, we've got uh, a whole bunch of volunteers standing by at the Desert Financial Phone Bank, 602-933- 4567. also want to give a shout-out to Desert Diamond casinos and entertainment they have donated five nice. thousand dollars the call. so thanks to desert diamond casinos and entertainment for that very very generous donation to give week for phoenix children's
1: yeah one of the cool things about when we used to do this event live at phoenix children's it was hearing the phone banks explode we can't hear that because they're back in the other side of the building mm-hmm. but i hope i hope they're ringing off the hook right now Vinny.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that and the other thing we would experience too is, you know, families that would listen to GiveAthon on the radio and kids that wanted to come, that weren't patients at Phoenix Children's, that wanted to come and help the other kids and and donate money and they would just walk into the the donation uh, portion of where we were doing the show. So heartwarming. Uh, But yeah, that's what we're doing. We're supporting Phoenix Children's this week through GiveAthon Week. It's time for another story of hope presented by Mattamy Holmes. Imagine being a lady. labor nurse who works around moms and newborns for a living. Now imagine being a labor nurse who happens to be pregnant when at 24 weeks you become terribly sick and life immediately changes for you and your baby. This is Layla's story. I'm Paula. And I'm Tony. And this is Layla's story.
4: It was absolutely, perfectly normal pregnancy. And then it just like out of the blue, I got really sick and wound up having her. I believe Kids ought to stay kids as long as they can. Turn off the
0: screen, go climb a tree, get dirt on their hands. It all happened so fast. I got
4: there at 2 o'clock and she was born at 5. You know, me as a labor nurse knows that a 24-weeker is not good. There's a lot of issues 24-weekers can have when they're born.
0: I really didn't know what was the possibilities of things going wrong until she I told explained them. it to me.
4: We literally didn't think that she was going to make it. Those 24-weekers don't have very good outcomes.
2: Mama's
4: ought to qualify for the nurse practitioner tried three times to intubate her and I begged her and started crying just to save her. And they tried one more time and she was actually able to intubate her that last time. That first night was very hard. Not knowing if she's going to live or die, never knowing if I had to hold her before that happened. It was very, very rough.
0: One day after she was born, we sat down with the neurologist. They explained that she had the grade four brain bleed on one side and a grade two on the other side, that, you know, there's a possibility that she may never walk or talk.
4: That's when they gave us the option if we were going to keep her on life support or take her off life support. So we said as long as she wasn't suffering and she wasn't in pain and she wasn't hurting, that we wanted to do everything possible for her. And she's here today. <laughs> We got to bring our baby home finally after 115 days. But with a 24-weeker, your journey is never going to be over. They have lifelong medical issues. It's, like they say, a roller coaster.
2: I believe most people are good and most mamas ought to qualify for samehood.
4: The biggest hurdle for her is, is what kind of future is she going to have to be just like her sister and not have to worry about anything but being a kid.
0: Our new normal is to whatever's going to help her live a happy, healthy life.
4: Do I think the roller coaster is over? No. Do I think that we're in great hands with PCH or whatever else arises? Absolutely. Every hurdle that we've gone through, they could help us at PCH, and they have made it as easy as possible for us to go through all these challenges.
0: It's not like going to a normal hospital like we were driving on the way here and she actually wanted to go to PCH,
4: her hospital. They treat you like their family. I believe most people are good and most mamas ought to qualify for sainthood. She thinks of PCH as her hospital and she's not scared of it. They've helped us through our struggle and then some. I know that there'll be a next challenge. I am not unrealistic to think that there's not going to be with her, but we're ready for whatever challenge comes next because we know that we are in good hands with them. If it wasn't for them, our daughter wouldn't be where she is today.
2: I believe most people
0: are good. Oh, another of a story, Layla's story. Uh, Imagine being born 24 weeks, one pound, six ounces. And I'm looking at pictures of Layla now and how she's thriving. And to hear Layla's mom say she wouldn't be here not for what what, the care she got at at Phoenix Children's. I mean, that goes a long way. So, uh, you know, we're asking you to get involved, to help out as much as you can. Become a champion of hope. It's a $20 donation uh, per month, and when you do that, a teddy bear will be delivered to a patient at Phoenix Children's in your name. Uh, That music means we are in a match right now as well. Uh, This match from uh, the the great people at Barrio Queen. Delicious food, and they're uh, being generous. Matching all your donations now through the end of this next ensuing commercial break. How do you become a champion of hope? Again, $20 per month. Call the Desert Financial Phone Bank at 602-933-4567, 602 4567 as we've got our uh, team of volunteers standing by to help you become a champion of hope. And I know people have asked this, too is once you enroll as a champion of hope, do you have to re up every year? You don't. You're in for as long as you want to be in, and that's mm-hmm. another great part of becoming a champion of hope. And I know you've done it for years, Bick. I've done it for years. It's a great feeling, and if you can, um, you really don't notice that that money. No, you don't. Again, as I said it before, it, it's a. We, it might even be a
1: few days worth of take take out coffee if yeah. you buy the kind of drinks my daughter does and my wife <laughs> does. <laughs> True, you, you're not you're not you're not going to miss. You're going to do a great thing. This is a great event. It's a great thing to rally around. Uh, there can be no better thing than to than to help heal sick children in our community. It's 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 a great thing to do. So now's
3: o- the time to
0: call in during yes. the match. Yes, and, and call in if if Layla's story moved you. 602-933-4567. The match, as Jarrett mentioned, uh, through the commercial break is being it's being matched by Barrio Queen. Before we do take a break, we do have to update our tote board. This Woo-hoo! is our final. Give a thon segment for us today. And that tote board reads Ooh, I like this $318,500. Nice. <laughs>
2: yeah!
0: And we still got eight hours to go. On day two of give thon thanks so much to everybody who has donated or who will donate. Uh, thanks again to Barrio Queen for their uh, matching. And that, again, goes through the commercial break. Become a champion of hope. 602-933-4567. When you do that, one of those teddy bears that's going up on the train, Teddy Bear Express, you hear it in the background right there. Uh, that'll get into the hands of a child at Phoenix Children's. It is Give-A-Thon for Phoenix Children's presented by your Valley Hyundai dealers, and the Akchan Indian community. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson
1: Ford.
2: All right, we've got a very important game of mustache, not a mustache to get to, so we will waste no time getting through this poll question on ArizonaSports.com. Guys, we have kind of already answered this question, but I will ask you once more. Which Suns game next season are you most looking forward to? The Suns season opener against the Dallas Mavericks or their Christmas Day game against the Denver Nuggets.
1: I like the opening night game against Luka, To be honest with you, yeah. that's that's just that is just
3: crazy, crazy stuff. Of all the potential matchups I for Christmas, that's like not that exciting. No, there's Denver, right? Well, Jamal Murray might be healthy. Oh, well, <laughs> okay. Things might change. There right. we go. Things would be different. <laughs> the vote is Dallas. Sarah.
2: <laughs> yeah, our listeners feel the same. Seventy-three percent say they're most excited for opening night against the Mavericks. Alright.
0: Hey, you can vote on that right now. It's on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com, our Sanderson Ford Poll Question of the Day. Mustache.
3: Not a mustache. A mustache. A mustache. A mustache. Big mustache. Thick
0: mustache. My mustache. Your mustache. Say the word, the word mustache. A mustache. A mustache. Now we both have said mustache. A mustache. A mustache. If
1: you only got a mustache. Okay, so this is about
3: mustaches. Oh, all right, it is that time of week for America's fastest growing facial hair-related quiz sensation:
0: mustache.
3: <laughs> 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 and in this, Chewbacca showed up in this yeah. fantastic game. That's yeah. just Jarrett. So uh, Chewbacca <laughs> is a tough one. Is that a, is that a mustache or not a mustache? He has a f- furry lip, a furry face, There's a furry everything. Yeah, yeah. there it would be no mustache. Everything. That's no? fur. Fur. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I will be playing a sound clip from a movie, a TV show, an interview, or a song, and Bickley and Murata will have to tell me whether the person talking or singing has a mustache or does not have a mustache, and they get a bonus point if they correctly identify the person first when the 10 wins, and today's theme, because we were talking a lot about the big revelation from the first preseason game of Kyler Murray calling plays Mm -hmm. on the offense. That was a big thing he did in the fourth quarter, so these clues will all be about Calling something, getting calls m- or making calls. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Calling something, making calls, getting calls. Uh, I don't remember who won last week. I know we went to tiebreaker. Dan can go. First. Dan Bickley. Would you like to go first? You or never second? remember who won. I don't remember. I'll go first. Would you okay. like to take a guess on who this is going to be? Oh, for a bonus point. I have an idea, but I, I won't I, guess it. I don't. Okay. I don't. All right. Well, we'll start with the music, and right. we'll start with this. If you
2: Lost you daddy, daddy you me, you call-
1: That's Paul Simon with a weird cameo from Chevy Chase. Yes. And this time it's not a muscle. That is
3: correct, and that is correct. A double a double whammy there. Yeah. Alright, Vinny. Didn't Paul Simon get you last week? He did. He did, because he had a mustache in that clue, but in this particular, this is later, this is post-Simon and Garfunkel. remember this video. Yep. Uh, right. All right. And you're exactly right. Chevy Chaseman. Okay. I'm
0: Uh, that is uh, 80s one-hit wonder, Tommy Two-Tone,
3: not a mustache. That is correct. Tommy Two-Tone, one, uh, truly a one-hit wonder? Do you even remember another Yeah, I know. There was no other. I don't it think was, there was. There was no other. All right. Tommy
2: One-Tone, am I right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's what it is.
3: That's what it is. <laughs> all right. We got, uh, this is a mustache. Clues all having to do with calls, making calls, getting calls, and uh, here's your next clue, Dan. Know if one will call plays when the regular season arrives? Yeah, well, don't worry about that. We'll, we'll work it out. We, we're going through a process, just like everything else on this team. Bill Belichick, not a mustache. Yes, I wish you would grow a mustache. That'd be great. That would, oh, it? that'd be exciting, wouldn't it be? All right, <laughs> the little things. It is the little things. All right, uh, Vince. Yes. Three. Right. Veronica
4: Corningstone.
3: Hello, Veronica. This is Mike Ritschkin from the network. You've just been promoted, and you're going to need to move to Moscow. So why don't you just start cleaning up your desk, and we'll see you in the morning. We'll pick you up in a van.
1: <laughs>
3: that is... Uh, no, it's not Mike Ritschkin. You no, know, it's Will Farrell as Ron Burgundy and a glorious mustache. That is correct. You got two points there. We're off to a flying start. All right. We go to Dan Bickley with another musical clue for you.
1: That would be the clash. I do not know the lead singer's name. I'm guessing Vinny does. Yes, Band is fine. Definitely not a mustache. Punk rockers do not have mustaches. That's true.
0: Not a lot of facial hair in the punk rock era. No No. wonder why. Mick Jones or Joe Strummer? I don't know. Um I, I, is it I'm, I'm having like weird bouts of déjà vu. It seems like Jared's playing all the same bands he played last <laughs> week. Last <laughs> week? No, none of no? these are the same. No, I know the I,
3: Paul the, Simon one was. It wasn't the same clue. No. I mean the Paul Simon it's all no, the same right. bands. Same oh, band. All the same bands? No. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. All different. Well, this is a different one maybe or maybe not. You have to tell me. Ready? mm mm-hmm.
1: Mhm. You used to call
4: me on my cell phone.
0: That is uh, Drake Mustard. That is correct,
3: and that is correct. See, yeah, that wasn't funny. That much. might be the newest song you've ever played in the history <laughs> of this game. <laughs> and it's still a few I years old. How I got <laughs> in there accidentally, yeah. All right, uh, Dan. Yes. I'm tied at six.
4: Call me Mr. Big Chess. Big Chess for now on. Big Chess for now on. Just call me Big Chess. Yeah, Mr. Big Chess.
1: Oh, I know the story. This was an athlete who did this. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Call me Mr. Big Chest. I know, Jared, I heard.
1: (laughs) No, he's asking you to call Jared Mr. Big Chest. Don't know, not a mustache.
3: That is Antonio Mr. Big Chest. Antonio Brown, Brown, of course. With a mustache. Of course. All right. Vinny? Mm Mm-hmm. They call me Mr. Tibbs.
4: I have the FBI lab send you the report on this. Not that it'll make any difference. Uh, Sidney Poitier. foo foo
3: foo. Wow. And I'm going to guess not a mustache. That is correct. Wow. Oh. Sidney oh, Poitier. That one either. Well done. Well done, right. Vinny. All right, Dan? Yeah, stay
1: alive.
0: I just...
2: I
3: knew this was coming. Stevie Wonder mustache. You got it, Stevie Wonder mustache. Don't even need to play anymore. That was your guess for the first one. That was going to be my guess for the first one. Yeah. All right. This is a tricky one, Vinny. Okay. This is to get the win.
0: You went deep on that one. Uh, that is uh, the band Go West. Wow. Not a mustache.
3: That is correct. <laughs> Nicely done, Danny. I am stunned. Nicely I, done. I, th- I thought there was a small chance you might know that, and you once again proved your 80s new wave knowledge. Yeah. I'm and, strong on that and really bad on classic rock. <laughs> well, everyone's classic rock is a different. Some some classic rock involves shredding guitars. Some involves hairspray and eyeshadow. That is true, and that's the rules we play by here on Mustache.
0: No, not a
4: mustache.
0: Final thoughts for this Tuesday straight ahead. It's Bickley and mornings, 98.7 no, no, FM, Arizona Sports Station. say
3: word, word,
1: mustache, Okay, so this is about mustaches. 98.7 FM, Arizona
0: Sports station and song of the day
1: all right today's song of the day the late great srv stevie ray vaughn it is called the telephone song in honor of our phoenix children's give week if you don't know the number to donate 602-933-4567. 602
2: 933 4567. Or, nice and easy to remember or text 620 620 with the word give. Text nice. give to 620 620. Do that now.
0: So, tomorrow's song of the day will be text related. Is that what yeah. you're saying?
1: <laughs> or call me maybe by Woo! Carly Ray Jepson. <laughs> call me definitely. Do you remember? Do
0: you remember what a rage that song was? It's That's so catchy. catchy. Yeah, it was. So catchy. Do you remember the
3: video that went viral of the college baseball team in the van doing the dance? Amazing. Vaguely. One of my one of my very first song parodies was to that song about Trevor Bauer. let give Trevor Bauer a call up, maybe. Oh. Oof. Well. <laughs> That
0: they was many years ago. Talking. This
3: was many years ago.
0: That's when Trevor Bauer's biggest problem was, was when he was going to get called up to the majors. Yeah, that's when he didn't. <laughs> yeah, long toss was his. Stevie, oh, Stevie Ray Vaughn and the Vaughn Brothers. Today's song of the day: Telephone Song. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or SweetJames.com. Before we get to uh, Vinny Joe trivia, I wanted to uh, shout out to Josh from Miracle Mile. Brought over the, the lovely food platters for the show this morning. Didn't have to do that, Josh, but thank you so much. Josh. That was Josh, for, for us, Miracle Josh? Mile. Yes.
2: Oh, thank you. Uh, How many
3: sandwiches have you had, Carlin? Two. Five? I only had two. Okay. For now. And some potato salad. Oh, is that where they all are? And coleslaw. <laughs> and a pickle. <laughs> <what> I and mean?
2: <laughs> <laughs> coleslaw.
3: We're on the air. I couldn't, have much, I couldn't eat that much. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: today is the anniversary, the 45th anniversary of the death of the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley, huh. who now is three, he's been dead three years longer than he was alive. Ooh. Can you believe that? No. He'd be 87 if he was alive today. Um your Vinny Joe trivia question today is he had a slew of number one hits. Can you name his first number one hit and his last number one hit? Uh first the first hit Jailhouse Rock. No Love Me
2: Tender. Blue suede shoes. Blue no, suede no, shoes.
0: You're you're, you're right I, around them.
2: No idea what the type is. 1956.
0: Town Dog. No, that was his fourth number one Heartbreak hit. Heartbreak Hotel. Heartbreak Hotel was the first. The last one came in 1969,
2: and none of us named it
3: already. No, you're naming all the early stuff. I'm okay. I, I don't know my. Because what's, what's that oh, one those caught in a trail. I can't walk out. You got it. Because I love you too much, baby. <laughs> I don't know what's the. We what's can't go on look, like
0: forever. Yeah, suspicious, suspicious mind.
3: Suspicious mind uh, there you go. Well,
0: then
1: Jared. Yeah. Baseball and Elvis. Elvis. That's right, <laughs> baby. All right, I got one last question for Jared. All right, there's an anecdote that uh, Peter King wrote about Andy Reid and his wife vacationing in Italy. Are you aware of this anecdote? I don't know. Okay. So Andy Reid had a conversation with the local in Italy, and the local said, what kind of wine do you want? And Andy Reid said, I don't drink wine. And the local said, okay, coffee. What kind of coffee do you want? said, I don't drink coffee. The local said, you don't like wine or coffee? What are you doing in Italy? What do you think Andy Reid's response was?
3: Eating? Bingo! Chad, <laughs> you're
1: on fire. His response was I like to eat. Have you ever seen that guy? Andy Reid?
0: Yeah. I'm sorry, Vinny, get out with Vinny to a trivia. The more important things to do. Now I have another uh shout out here. Uh, Richard Science, our, our media Hello. friend from Fox 10. Yeah. He messaged me and said, I'll donate 100 bucks right now if Bickley can give us a. Well, we're waiting. Well, we're waiting. <laughs> All right, you're
1: on the hook for, for a hundo, Richard. I sent boys younger than you to the gas chamber. Didn't want I to. Do it. Felt like I owed it to, to them. them. <laughs> that's, Ooh, <one> the, <laughs> that's the funniest line in that movie. <laughs> I owed
0: it to them. Did my uh, soundbite go in here? I don't think it did. i got—I got to find it somewhere else. Um, this Fernando Tatis story is wild. Fernando Tatis Sr. Mm-hmm. came out in defense of his son and basically said, it's a, it's a calamity for all of baseball that <laughs> yeah. millions of fans are going to stop watching over this 80 game suspension. I think suspension. millions of fans in the Dominican Republic. Yeah, but he he he's not gone forever. He's going to come back <laughs> <Yeah>. next year. <laughs>
1: Well, I think it's because his father knows he's going to be Ryan Braun next year. Come next year.
0: Did you hear Alex Rodriguez on the K uh, the K Rod on Sunday did. night? No, um, he was talking about it. He had this to say:
1: "Yeah, look, I have no 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 regrets, no excuses for my behavior. It is on me. And look, uh, we'll talk about the Tatis thing later. I, I wish that a lot of these young players who I admire so much learned from my stupidity and my debacle. Mm-hmm. And it, it almost brings me to tears to see a kid like Tatis, who's 23 years old, that for the rest of his career he's, he's just." gonna play it out there's probably no hall of fame i'm not gonna go to the hall of fame probably because of my own mistake Mm -hmm. and that's heartbreaking for me it's heartbreaking to explain that to my daughters but that's on me so i get to be now hopefully a better friend a better business person more importantly a better father
0: so wow a rod not exactly buying the whole ringworm medication excuse there but
3: also showing some humility wow which i think is a rod's whole shtick now Learn from my mistakes and only make $500 million. Well, Fernando Tatis is well on his way to doing that still. No Hall of Fame, but
0: he'd trade that in for another one of those contracts, maybe. Uh, Thanks to Bobby Marks for joining us. Thanks to you for listening. We'll catch you tomorrow morning at 6. Wolf and Luke are up next.